Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hey, welcome back to Faith Marketplace in this uh, edition of it. And I'm so excited and thrilled to be able to introduce my audience today to a friend that I've had for a long time. We've been through a lot together. I'd like to introduce you to Julie Cadman. And Kat, Julie's got something special for us today. She's launching a new book. We're going to tell you all about that. She had a previous book, uh, but it's really apropos right now in all the journey that she took to get there. So, uh, Julie, why don't you say hi to everybody? <laughs> hi, everybody. Hi, Bob. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, you know, uh, as we like to have from everybody, there's a life verse or a quote or something that you shared with me. I'd like for you to share it with the audience. And why is it important to you? Okay, well, first of all, thanks for giving me homework, because that was really <laughs> tough coming up with a life verse. Uh, hard. Uh, there's a lot of life verses I liked. Um, but what I did is I looked at something that is very applicable for me right now. And I think it's going to be applicable for a lot of readers because we're all or, or, or people that are here. We're all in, in different places. And that is choose joy. I have an actual poem that is uh, author unknown that I want to read to you. And it's choose joy. Don't wait for things to get easier, simpler, better. Life will always be complicated. Learn to be happy right now. Otherwise, you will run out of time. We can't often choose our circumstances, but we can better control our reactions and emotions. Choose joy. I love it. That is great. And it is very appropriate, especially right now, you know, as to what's wow. going on. And, you know, uh, and I don't want to get into a deep thing here, Julie, because you've had a very, uh, you know, career. If you could just real quickly highlight, you know, the background, because that's going to play into the two books that you have. And I want people to know about that. And then we'll dive into the, the latest book. Okay, so basically, I'm a, I'm a former automotive and healthcare executive, met you back in my automotive days, Yep. co-founder of a nonprofit, Healing Complex Kids, which has been around for 17 years now, as well as an author of nonfiction and fiction books. I am a triple type A personality. <laughs> uh, you're going to laugh because I'm going to say this. I'm formerly a workaholic. Ah, good. Uh, yeah. If I say it enough, I might believe it, right? <laughs> right. And- <laughs> God put kids with special needs, learning issues, and complex medical issues into my life, and I ended up turning my triple type A focus toward looking under virtually every rock I could find to do everything possible to get our kids better. And one thing I don't often share, but we, we don't count doctors. Instead, we count states. We've literally been to doctors within 39 states, either physically or consulted on the phone. Wow. So that's just a bit about me. Yeah, and I know that it's been quite a journey for you, Julie, and I found it really appropriate that that uh, quote you did with Joy was uh, fantastic because, you know, we're coming into another season here, right? And obviously all the trials and tribulations you've been through with your family, but why don't you share real quickly uh, uh, the I, Pathway to Hope and why you published that and what was that about when you published it and where can people find it? Okay, so... In 2021, we published a book called Pathway to Hope, which is a resource guide for children or families that have children with special needs and complex medical conditions. And what happened is the pandemic had started. Everybody was in lockdown. 
our organization, we had a lot of events. We were suddenly basically shut down because we couldn't have in-person events. We applied for a grant and through United Way and our local county, Oakland County, we received the money to create this book. Mm, okay. The book is currently available on our website, which is healingcomplexkids.org. And you can purchase that. We're in the process uh, within the next year. We're working on some more grants to make it available in more formats. This one is not available on Amazon as of yet. We are working with the marketing company. And as we update it, it will be on Amazon. But right now, it's just available through our website. Okay. That's great. Um, And what we want to focus on today a little bit is is the up-to-date stuff that's going on. So, I would like for you and and also tell people a little bit about the journey that you have gone through uh, for this new book. And uh, why don't you share with them with the title and what what is it? (laughs) So the title of my book is Unmasked. Mm -hmm. And to tell you just I'll I'll read the back cover to just give you like a little preview. Mm -hmm. Back cover says, what if your parents shared a huge family secret and told your daughter, don't tell your mom? Would you confront the elephant in the room or would you do nothing? As the world battles a raging pandemic, three generations of women face a challenge that will forever change their dynamic and family legacy. Jen is overwhelmed as she's sandwiched between the daily needs of her family and expectations of her parents. Her 16-year-old daughter, Kylie, is trapped at home, missing her friends in her lacrosse season. Her mother, Patty, feels irrelevant and vulnerable to how life is so quickly changing. Unmasked chronicles the love and family drama of three remarkable women as they grapple with what really matters. Right. And one of the things I was excited and you shared with me was a little bit of a journey, how you got picked uh, to be at a very exclusive group of, of uh, writers. And uh, why don't you share that also? Because I thought that was just fantastic, you know, so. I, and I've got a bit of a God story that goes with it. Yeah, good. I think that's what you're that's not, yes, that is all yes. over your story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when the pandemic started, I I had teenagers in the house that were at home, were really frustrated. They wanted to be in school. There was just, you know, a lot of heightened anxiety. Nobody knew what, you know, especially when it first started, what to do. And so one of the first things I did is I, I had been a journaler in my life. And mm-hmm. now suddenly I'd always wanted to be a writer. And now it was time for me to do my own self-care and just to say, you know what, I'm going to start writing. And it went from journaling to saying, gosh, what would happen if, and I started asking questions like, what if I wrote an intergenerational novel about these three women in a family? And, and, and well, it's the pandemic is kind of a backdrop. It's really about the the resentments, the tensions, the family drama that takes place. And the the catalyst really becomes a pandemic and changing their lives and changing what happened. So what ended up happening is, as I'm writing this, there was this contest and there's an organization, they're out of Vermont called When Words Count. And in the past, I had applied for different contests and always got the thank you for applying letter. Right. Well, this time it was different. And when we applied, they, they had received some COVID money because so many organizations were in trouble and they have this beautiful retreat center where you can write. They have a, a cook who will make your meals. You're in the mountains, you can walk and it's just perfect retreat center. Well, they were able to give 50% off to a hundred people. And I was, my husband and I both entered M1, which was amazing. And then I kind of tease him because he's been the writer in the family. He's ghost written books. He's written magazine articles, written books. And I got a call from the retreat organizer 
and, and the head of the organization asking me if I would go and be one of five authors from across the U.S. and Canada to take part in a pitch week. Wow. And it was, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. And, but my first thought was, you know, gosh, you know, we wasn't planning on this. We're, I'm, I'm going on vacation. I want to relax. And he, and he said, well, yeah, it'll be in the fall. And, and I talked to my husband about it and my husband's very supportive. And he immediately said, you've got to do it. This, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. You have to do it. Well, then here comes the, you know, Hallmark moment, pure <laughs> flicks, TV movie. I, I'm telling him, gosh, I don't know. We have all this medical debt still. I literally leave my office, go into the kitchen, and our kids have gotten the mail, and there's an envelope on the table. The envelope is from an attorney. I'm like, okay, what is this? Open it up, and I have an uncle who has passed away who has left me a small inheritance oh my goodness. that will pay. Yeah, it's going to pay yeah. for it. I'm like, only God. Yeah, only and God. <laughs> I amazing. love it. But but the rest of the story that makes it even more amazing is my uncle, my great uncle was married to my great aunt. My great aunt, Pat, and I shared the same birthday. And every year from the time I was in third grade, this woman gave me a journal at Christmas and then books on my birthday. So it was so telling that God used these incredible people to make sure I had the money so I could go and participate. And wow. I ended up winning a silver, I, I won a silver medal in the, in the contest, which was really exciting. Yeah, that is, and kudos, kudos, kudos. Uh, let's let's dive in and give just tease them with it because we, we this book is going to be published when and when is it going to be available? It's going to be published on June thirteenth, mm -hmm. and they can get it through Amazon. It will also be available through Barnes and Noble and a couple other retailers. We're okay, still setting so, that up. Uh, so you gave us a little bit of a teaser of the back cover. It's called Unmasked. Uh, it will be mm -hmm. out there available June the 13th. So uh, you shared a little bit. Now, how much reality is this a novel, right? It's a novel. It is a novel. Yeah. Yes. How much reality is in here, you know, when you started putting this all together? <laughs> okay. So I'll have to give you a little bit of information. So first of all, when I began to develop the characters of the three women, I sat down and I put together a compilation of the three women's major traits. Okay. Now, Kylie is a 16-year-old. Okay. At the time, I had a 16-year-old. She plays lacrosse. And I had a 15-year-old who plays soccer. So I was very aware of sports and what was going on with them. Um, Kylie, the 16-year-old, she gets on her soapbox and everything has to be fair. So... What I what I actually did is there's actually parts of me in each of these characters, and mm -hmm. and you know me for years. I mean, I'll yep. get on my soapbox. I'm going to make things happen. Yep. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yep. and that was that was this young character. So there's pieces of her, my two daughters, uh, and a couple of their friends, and then Jen, the 48 year old. I could identify with her the most because she ended up being, and actually the hardest for me to write because I am that warrior mom. I am the mom that has been dealing with special needs, has dealt with complex medical conditions, and I felt the crunch of that sandwich generation. So when I wrote her character, I used some parts of myself, but also some of the moms that I know. So I made sure that when I wrote her, it supported the story, but it wasn't me. So there's, and as I wrote it, it was less and less became me, but I, but I totally understood her. Now, a really fun character to write ended up being the grandmother, who we affectionately call Granda. So you know how sometimes grandparents, the kids can't say grandma, so they say something else. She's Granda. Okay. So she's a matriarch. It took over 100 hours to write her character. 
and there's parts of me, parts of my mom, my grandmother's, a few friends. And in fact, I do have a funny true story that I can tell you that happens early in the book. Would you like me to share that one? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I incorporated, um, Granda Patty is this woman. She's very health conscious. She's young looking. She's 73 and she's really proud of how young she looks. So I had a birthday, I won't say which one, a few years ago, (laughs) where I went to lunch with my husband and I ordered a hot chocolate with Bailey's. And much to my extreme delight, the waitress asked to see my driver's license. I love it. (laughs) Well, I'm well past 21. So, of course, you know, she got a really nice tip. (laughs) Of course. Why do you think she asked you? (laughs) Exactly. Well, oh, come on. Come on. So I made sure. (laughs) I told my my brother, I told my family members, and they all, you know, teased me and said, oh, they, they card everybody. Well, I thought, what an amazing experience to use in this book, because here's this woman who who thinks she right. still looks 21 at 73. Right. I love that was, it. That was That's a, a great, story. that is a great story. And I know how much, you know, you have blended in there, uh, especially th- this has got to be really timely because I don't know if there's many books out there yet about, you know, that issue. Uh, you know, and how you wove it in, particularly all the confines and the experience. So um, who do you think that would would want to buy this book, Julie? You know, this is a book that's a contemporary women's novel. It's it's a clean book. It's a book that women will enjoy. And when I say women, it's high school to senior citizens right. because they're going to see themselves in it. They're going to see a family friend. Yeah. I've had beta readers that have been calling me and it's so funny or writing and saying, Oh my gosh, this is my mom. Oh my gosh, this is me. <laughs> yeah. This is my kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I think good novels have that, you know, you, you form in your own mind that character, right. As to who that might be and who do you relate that to? I know oftentimes when I'm, uh, I, I, I prefer audio books or books on tape. And uh, oftentimes as the narrator is reading that, I'm got in my mind who would play the part, you know, <laughs> in a movie or something like that. Or all of a sudden it hits me. Oh, that's my uncle. Oh, that's my grandfather, you know, or something like that. So that's great that you bring those things, those lift off the pages, those characters become real in real life. I, I love that. I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help businesses be more efficient and effective in getting results from their marketing technology. With their vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved to be a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to check them out at www.inboundstudio.com. You know, this has been a long journey for you. So this book has been in making for a while. Um, and you've had some, you know, uh, ups and downs here with over the last number of years with your family. And like you said, special needs and some other things. Um, how do you get through that, those challenges, Julie? Why don't you share that in the audience? Oh, you know, you know, just a lot of prayer, Bob. I mean, when you're when you're going through things, for me personally, it's been a lot of prayer. Yeah. And we we've had like one of our children was diagnosed with a whole bunch of medical issues. Right. And I literally, as you know, I left corporate America. He was medically homebound off and on from second through eighth grade. Right. And I had to put a mantle on. I, I was not an educational advocate. I became an educational advocate. I had to learn how he had to be educated. I had to learn how to talk to doctors. 
Right. And, and it, it just, it, it's, it's been challenging, but the thing is every step of the way, my husband and I would, would meet together. We'd pray, we would look at all the options and God always provided the right answer. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I can tell you, I mean, you, you know, you, you yep. talked to me for years there were, when I first left corporate America, it was hard. Yep. Yep. Some, some people want to just want to stay at home and, and, and they want to be a homemaker. And I wanted to work. I, yep. I, I wanted to do 5 million things and God slowed me down mm-hmm. and he took that type A personality and I, I focused it laser focus on getting that kid better. Yep. And the cool thing is I, for years I, I would get kind of a little upset at times at God. Like why, why isn't my child better? Mm-hmm. And God healed him completely, his autoimmune issues, two weeks before we went into lockdown. Uh, that is phenomenal. That is absolutely, because yeah. I, I know a business story, and I don't want to get deep in it, but what you have been such an encouragement for on two areas, uh, people, you know, young people or anybody that has physical, uh, you know, maladies, and particularly kids, but also uh, that child was adopted, right? Correct. Yeah. All, all you, three of our children were. All three have been adopted. and. And what I really found profoundly touching to me, Julie, is how you really jumped into that and you started helping other families that were going through this because you navigated all this stuff, um, you know, and there was a lot of surprises there, right? So uh, the fact that you have gone through what you've gone through, what an encouragement that is to other people. Now, you had a foundation. Why don't you tell people about the foundation that you guys started? So we started, it's called Healing Complex Kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Cadman Foundation doing business as Healing Complex Kids. And when we initially started, it, it kind of followed our family's journey. We had adopted our son from, from Russia, came back and had seen all these babies and thought, we've got to help these children get adopted. And that's what started it. And then as our journey continued and our son started having medical conditions, we started kind of serpentining and following his journey and then ultimately became Healing Complex Kids because these children, so many of them, if they have autism or ADD or just, or other complexities, it's like an onion and you, you take care of one layer of that onion and there's more underneath it. Right. Yeah. And again, I can't say enough. You have my undying admiration, uh, you and your husband for, uh, how you've taken this on and the journey of this, uh, and God has gifted you, Julie, mightily to take that triple A <laughs> personality knowing <laughs> you and by golly, by gosh, you're going to take it and you're going to raise that banner and you're going to charge on. And that, what, what a joy it is to know that there are people like you in the world that will take these things on, but also very God centered. You knew where stuff was coming from. And I know that he's provided you guys with provision, you know, along the way, because this has been, uh, you know, economically a tough road for you guys because of all the medical bills and everything else. But also taking on the educational system, too, uh, and being an advocate for your child. You might let's touch on that a little bit as to some of the barriers and the hurdles that you had to overcome. And be polite. Uh, <laughs> I'll be polite. <laughs> OK, geez. Um, that, that's so interesting because. We were very blessed to have several educational advocates that came alongside us. And my husband and I are both college educated, have a lot of background, but we learned very quickly that we needed to have sometimes a cooler head, which became an educational advocate sitting at the table with us when our child had an IEP or a 504, which is a document that the school will put in place that gives your child certain accommodations. And 
we learned very quickly what the laws were, what things were supposed to happen, and specifically when when maybe things were not happening as they should be. So, yeah, and and uh, and to your point, you know, uh, finding the right people to come around you because. Um, you know, I, I know I'd be a bull in China shop with something like that. I, I would be busting all the China, you know, if that was, was me. And again, because you sought the right people out and you did have people come up alongside you, that was an enormous help. So if you had to give anybody advice right now that might be listening to this, what tips, you know, kind of hacks would you give them that you had to learn the hard way? I think the biggest thing I would tell them, and it's so interesting because I had a mom call me earlier today and we had that conversation. And the, and the biggest thing is to keep calm. Do not yell and scream. I know this is your baby. This is your child that you love more than anything. I mean, right. God loves our child more than we do, but we, we can't sometimes even imagine that. You need to be calm and you need to take notes. What I would recommend if a family is going to say an IEP or a 504 meeting is to record the meeting mm. because when it's recorded, people can't change what happened okay. because you now have it. This is what they said. Right. Do they that allow that in was, those meetings? Do they allow you to They record? do. Okay. They do. And they will record and you will record because that okay. way you're having two going at the same time and it, it can become very helpful. And, you know, and sometimes we would have instances where one of us had a meeting and only like my husband and I, we would go to all the IEP meetings. One of us potentially maybe had to be somewhere or was out of town, especially early on when I was still working. And so we would record it. That started the process. And I'm glad we did because then we could go back and say, hey, wait a minute. They said X and they're doing Z. What's going on? Right. And we could go back and we could challenge. And, and the thing is to challenge nicely. But the other thing is don't be afraid of these people who are educating your, your children. You know your child. And sometimes the school system that you're in is not going to be the best system. We moved our child out of one of the best school systems in Michigan, put him in a charter school. He's ended up graduating. He drives, he's working. He's going to be going to trade school. And I'm convinced had we kept him in the initial school, that would not have happened. Got it. Okay. So again, find a good advocate, get, get, uh, you know, take the lessons in. Write copious notes, record things so that you can go on. Because uh, there's a lot of special needs uh, children out there in families. Uh, and, you know, um, you find out very quickly what's good and what's bad. We're very blessed. We have a couple uh, school districts here that are all in for special needs. But there's a lot of them that aren't. You know, I know uh, two families that moved to that location here in Chicago specifically because of the school system, understanding how this works and so on and so forth. So, uh, we're very blessed, but I'm glad you found something, you know, for Luke uh, that obviously has helped him to flourish. I am so thrilled over the moon to hear about his progression and uh, him going on to school and uh, he's driving and all that stuff. That's it's remarkable. Only God can do something like that, Julie. I love it. Now, uh, obviously, on mask is going to be uh, uh, available in um, uh, June the 13th. Do you have a special website for that or do you, is that attached to anything? How do people find out more about that if they'd like to? You can actually go. I have my own website, which right. is just juliecadman.com. Okay. Spell the last and, name. Oh, C as in Charles, A, D as in dog, M-A-N. So right. www.juliecadman.com. Okay. And what I'm doing is I've got blogs that I'm also putting up. One is a self-care blog because that is super important to me. And I think right. it needs to be important to a lot of people. 
And then the other will have some book information and it will include information about events and some different things that are going on with related to the book. Oh, that's great. And if, if somebody wanted to get a hold, is, is your personal email on there a way for them to get a hold of you personally? They can just go to Julie at juliecadman.com and that will get to me personally. Okay. They can actually go to my website and they can sign up for my newsletter as well. And oh. that will also give them some information. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And we're going to give people an opportunity to do that too when we do the promotion on this. Um, just briefly, what tips through this experience you've done? I know we've got a, 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 probably a number of aspiring, you know, uh, authors out there. People think they got a book in them or whatever. Uh, is there any quick hacks or tips that you could give them uh, to get started or what, what they might look at to do? The best one that I have and that I tell everybody is, first of all, just get your butt in the seat and start doing it. Right. Yeah. Get started. <laughs> just, yeah, just start doing it. Did any at any time did you have writer's block through this this uh, journey? You know, I did not. I I sat down and when I started thinking about it and I started developing the characters, I actually created this huge big board where I I wrote down pieces of the characters. I had it behind me. I, if anything, wrote too much, and then I would have to take it and work with my editor and say, "Oh, that's going to go in the next book. We have to put okay. that." Elsewhere. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, folks, you heard it there. This is going to be a series. <laughs> I love that. Are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships that matter, that helps you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually? Well, welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where we form relationships that lead to quality referrals and life transformation. Experience networking with others of like mind and spirit via monthly meetings that follow a powerful format that invites interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with the entire G7 network. Chapters are forming now in the Chicagoland area and around the U.S., so please visit g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. G7 is looking for well-connected leaders to of integrity and purpose, looking for what's next. If this sounds like you, please reach out to us via website, again, g7networking.com. Or if you're interested here in Chicago, just text me at 847-922-1498. Again, Bob Lambert, text me at 847-922-1498. Let me ask you this. In today's world, uh, what is trending in the market and in the field has made you a success or think differently in your career. Now, you had a very fabulous career. I had the privilege and honor of working with you, uh, you know, in, and, um, you know, you were one of the top performers in that. So in the world you're at now, what would be any of those kind of things that you could share with people to, that made you think differently, you know, um, you know, I would say because, you know, as a writer now, I, I came from corporate America. I have that right. no holes barred, get things done personality, which I then became an adoptive parent. I then lived in the special needs world. I started a nonprofit and started saying, how do we pay this forward? So I think because of all the rich experiences I've had, which I can look back now and say there were rich experiences at the time, <laughs> maybe not so much, but yeah. It, it helps me to develop real characters that are authentic mm -hmm. okay. because one of the things about 
especially being a special needs parent, is that you very quickly learn, like just like a child who has a pool, you learn who your friends are. Because I I grew up in a small lake and I can remember that when it was no longer like ice skating or, or summer season in the fall, that's when your real friends came around. Yeah. And it's very right. similar when you have special needs because a lot of people, they don't understand, they don't know how to cope and they maybe want to support, but they don't know how to be there. So it, it, it can make a big difference. Well, one of the other things too, as we all know, especially those that are people of faith and believers is that, you know, God puts you in these firestorms because that really builds character. So at any time, you know, how do you feel about that as to what God did for you, you know, during this process? Do you feel your character stronger? Do you feel there's a whole lot of revelation that came to you uh, in going through the <laughs> the fires? <laughs> you ask the hard questions, my friend. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And in fact, you know, James 1, 2 through 4, where it talks about considering it pure joy when you face trials so that you can be tested and that you will produce perseverance. I, I definitely can feel that now. And I, and I, and I, again, will just say during the time when I was going through it, I wasn't as inclined to want to feel it and I was fighting it a lot. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but stages in my life, you know, there's certain passages or, uh, quotes that really calm me down. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it, it, uh, I'm just so blessed that I've got those to hang on to, (laughs) you know, um, do you have anything that you could share with the audience as far as as you've gone through this journey, some uh, productivity hacks for people that are out there, uh, either writers or entrepreneurs or people that you would uh, share something with? Because you had a couple things down, so I want to share those yeah. with people. What, one of the important things was really focusing time. So setting a timer yeah. and doing focus sprints on getting work done. And I, I am a consummate list maker. I have always made huge lists. And and for me, it was sometimes feeling overwhelmed because I had so many balls in the air. How am I going to get this done? And praying in the morning, going to God and saying, okay, what, what am I going to get done? And, and And it all seemed to kind of fall in place. And I would be amazed at how much I could get accomplished. Right. And, and did you look at your biorhythms at all at certain times of day when you're higher energy than others? Because I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Uh, not so much time management, but energy management. Is that everything, anything that kicked in? You know, that's interesting because a lot of people say, well, gosh, you're such a busy person. How did, how did you write this book? I literally wrote it in the creases of my day because I'm, I'm a night owl. I would write this when the, everybody was quiet between from 11 until 2 in the morning. That's when okay. I could finally get some time. Yeah. Did you have energy at that time though? I mean, that's, I uh, did not did as you? much now, not as much now. Cause I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to say, okay, I need to get seven hours sleep. I mean, I, I would get by in five or six, but I'm trying to make sure I'm getting at least seven and going to bed. I, a little I think you relate to most women and moms out there as far as the sleep thing, that and eating, you know, especially with young children. Uh, I've heard it said many times for, from mothers, I never had a warm meal as my kids were growing up, you know, because it would go cold by the time you got to it because there was other needs or something that had to be done. So, um, you know, I, all of us have had somebody that's touched us in our life and some more profoundly than others. Did you have a mentor or any advisor that you uh, uh, you were close to and they gave you some good advice on your journey? 
You know what? I, I was thinking about the answer to that question as well, because I definitely had business mentors that have given me great advice, but I wanted to focus on a recent mentor who is actually a Michigan author. Her name mm-hmm. is Shelly Edwards Jorgensen. She has written a first person account, a memoir of true crime of murder and betrayal that happened within her family. And wow. I met her. Wow. Oh, she's just amazing. She's a number one Amazon. Her, her book is called Off or is Beautiful Ashes. She mm-hmm. was extremely gracious. And as I'm starting, you know, that marketing journey to be an author, she gave me a lot of tips. And the biggest one for me that she gave was to make sure that you have enough time to adequately launch your book. I was originally okay. going to launch the book in March. And she okay. actually called me late at night and said, do you have your ARC in hand? And your ARC is your advanced reader's copy. And I, okay. I didn't, I didn't have it yet. It was, it was still, it was still not in my hands for a few weeks. And she said, you need at least five to six months after you get it. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, so what, thanks. what was the timeline for the entire journey for this book? How, how long was this? It was longer than I wanted, as you know, cause I'm not yep. as patient <laughs> as I like to be. So I wrote it. Uh, I wrote it in 2021, the end of it. I want to say I might have to double check numbers. Um, but I, I went to the conference and got my silver award, came back, and then was t- determining what editor was I going to use for the, to get ready for oh. publication. Okay. And my next okay. little mini God story is the person who won the gold medal in the yeah. contest. She is a professional editor for two magazines. We've ended up becoming super close friends, and she is my editor for this book. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Well, God brought it together, so you uh, really have been blessed. Um Quickly, what words of wisdom, Julie, because you've got, you've got a lot of life experience, would you give, have given to your younger self? Okay, as a young person, I would say, first of all, don't let life get in the way. Make okay. sure that you are practicing joy. Make sure you're practicing self-care. And, you know, God has put dreams and goals and passions in everyone's life. And I've, I've known since I was a little girl that I wanted to write. I've always been a reader. I've always been a writer. And just don't stop. Don't let life get in the way. Make time for yourself. Okay. That's great. And then uh, what's interesting, cool, funny about Julie? I know a lot of things, but why don't you share at least uh, one or two of those with the audience? Okay. So something that is interesting, cool, and totally different. Um, First of all, I am not a person that sews. And despite that, a good friend of mine, um, another Julie, she invited me to take a beginner's quilting class. Okay. And I have just, I'm in the process. I've just got a little bit of binding, but finishing this huge sampler first quilt. And what's crazy about this is before the class, I had never used a sewing machine. I had never sewn and I've now made a quilt and my friends are all teasing me and saying, well, only you would do the hardest thing there is first before you even know how to do anything. So that's, (laughs) that's the kind of wild thing about me. (laughs) I love it. Well, Julie, this has been fabulous. You know, this has been a long time coming, and I'm just thrilled that you were able to join us on Faith Marketplace today. Congratulations on your second book. Uh, let's remind the audience very quickly the, the names of the books and how they can get a hold of them. Okay, so it's Unmasked, and then there is a companion journal, which is just Unmasked Companion Journal. They will both be available on Amazon and soon also on Barnes & Noble and some other retailers. Okay. And the first book, then again, how do they get a hold of that? Unmasked, go to Amazon. Okay. Probably um, the best 
quickest way. That's the first, the, I was asked about the first, yeah, the first book is- Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm Pathway. sorry. The first book you Pathway meant, to um, Pathway to Hope. Uh, Pathway yeah. to Hope, go to our website, which is okay. www.healingcomplexkids.org. Great. That's awesome. And I don't suppose you take any donations there, do you? We absolutely do. We would love donations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So get out there and give, guys. Uh, and I hope that you'll spread the word about this to anybody that you know that has, uh, you know, children with complex health conditions, uh, learning conditions, or whatever. I know that Julie would be thrilled to hear from you. And just pass it along. That's all I can say to you. Well, again, we thank you for coming here and visiting us on this episode of Faith Marketplace. Uh, where we, uh, you know, inspire, equip, and, and coach people on how can you actually integrate your faith in work. Uh, Julie is an outstanding example of that. Uh, she's had some course corrections in her career. And so I want you to get out there and check out our episode. Also, go to faithmarketplace.com. There is this little donate button out there, and that's how this ministry runs. We we really appreciate anybody that can send us some. Now that you've got your tax refund, maybe you got a couple extra shekels there that you can take and send to us. Also, just be aware that on June the 13th is when Julie's book will be released. I know it's going to be a bestseller. You just got to get out there and get in line and get a register. Julie, really quickly, you're going to have a gift for people, too. We're going to announce to them because they got to go to the website and, and see it. What is that gift going to be? Well, two people will have the opportunity to either have a digital copy of Unmasked or a print copy. Okay, that's great. All right, we'll be back here again in two weeks uh, on our podcast. So uh, please join us again uh, here at Faith Marketplace.